about to go to this party. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be doing some drinking? It's a little something. Let me tell you about drinking and driving, man. Boy, this shit is fun, man. Yo, what you do is get yourself a 40, right? Then you get on the freeway, bam, punch it to 85. Then you turn off your lights, let go of the steering wheel, boom. It will bug you out, oh, boy. Man. You gotta try it, man. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it. Hey, hey, hey. Why y'all didn't invite me to the party? Come on, Pop. You know you got to be 18 and older. Oh, man. I was killed. Will you, will you lay down? Will you lay your head down on that pillow? Will <laughs> you lay your head down on that pillow, Skip? You really, hope you realize that I gave it all I had. I gave you, I gave you all I had. I gave you everything, Skip. I gave it all. I was just confused. Love you, Skip. Great to see you back. Great to see you, Kari. Congratulations on the win. Hey, it's a parade inside my city. your boy this your motherfucking boy king known uncensored we got all the hot topics all the hot shit for you we gonna make this a very entertaining episode it's a parade inside the city yeah morant 25 piece nuggets with the sauce and the milkshake The NBA has officially suspended John Morant 25 games. Wow. This is one of the luckiest motherfuckers of, of all time because you can just tell the NBA done got soft. Could you imagine if David Stern was still in the league, yo? That motherfucker would have gave John a year suspension off top. If they suspended our test for that fight, nigga. Y'all would have got a year if David Stern was still the NBA commissioner. 
Adam Silver's soft. I'm sorry. It's just, it, it is what it is. I don't care. Adam Silver is soft. He is not the warrior <laughs> that... He's not the warrior that Stern was. And that's very unfortunate, but it's fortunate for Ja. I'm happy for Ja that, that he got a slap on the wrist. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, this is a person who's a multiple offender, though. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you got to lay the hammer down eventually, if especially if this behavior continues. Now, everybody's reporting it from, you know, I was just waiting. We were all waiting for this. Let me see if I can get more details as to why he got this suspension because wow this is hella light I mean super light but John ja Morant has made a statement y'all yeah man shit this motherfucker yo man I don't know what he had to do <laughs> to get that suspension down because I'm sure the uh, proposal was way more games. That nigga John hit, did his best Jodeci. Baby, I'm begging, baby, I'm begging, begging, baby. All right. So, John Morant says, I've had time to reflect and I realize how much hurt I've caused. I want to apologize to the NBA. NBA young boy. <laughs> the Grizzlies, my teammates in the city of Memphis. To Adam Silver, to Zach Kleiman, to Robert Perra, who have given me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm that I've done. To the kids who look up to me, I'm sorry for failing you as a role model and promise I'm going to be better. I'm going to be a better representation for our brands. And to all my fans, I'm going to make it up to you. I promise. I'm going to spend the offseason and my suspension continuing to work on my own mental health. Oh, Lord, here go that mental health shit and decision making and I'm also going to be training so that when I can be back on the court I know my teammates are going to hold it down and I'm sorry I won't be out there with you at the beginning of the season I hope you'll give me a chance to prove to you over time that I'm a better man than what I've been showing you heard it all before Adam this Adam that now your ass got suspended look who's hurting now head ass nigga get the fuck out the job there is no apology like changed behavior, brother. You can say all you want. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Ja Morant's uh, apology isn't genuine. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like, okay, you're a repeat offender and you're apologizing. With This is your second statement. But Mr. Morant, the best apology, my brother, is changed behavior. Hopefully, you take this time and reflect and you realize that you're representing the NBA. You can dance with guns all you want to, but don't film that shit. You, you can dance with all your registered rifles, pistols, handguns, AR-15s, M16s. John Morant got them guns that go got that got yeah you can do that shit off camera 
That's all. Nobody's telling you not to be yourself. But you can't be filmed with a pistol. That's that, you know, that's unfortunately that's that uh NBA. That's that that's that white man's league, man. But hopefully John gets his shit together. 25 games is light. Memphis go Memphis is gonna be okay. Memphis is gonna be alright. Because Memphis has a winning record without Ja Morant during the regular season. So, through those 25 games, I see a 13 and 12 record. Shit, hell. <laughs> Maybe if I'm being a little bit overzealous, 15 and 10. Depending on what they do in the offseason, of course, because I still feel like Memphis is still not a complete roster yet. I still think they're missing a couple of things. Which is why I feel like Memphis should get into the Carl Anthony Towns sweepstakes alongside Portland. But, you know, I pray for Ja. You know what I'm saying? I pray for his mental healing. You just got to be a little bit more smarter. You know, he's a kid. You got to realize, once again, man, this is a kid with $200 million. It's the same thing with Zion. This is a kid with a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. But the best thing that Ja can do is change the people around him. Or if you don't want to change the people around you, put your friends in position of power. LeBron James is a perfect example of this. Get it together, Ja. 4K Ja. NBA Youngboy Jr. Now that we are moving on from Ja, I hope this is... I hope this is not true, but there is a rumor out there. Rumor, not confirmed, not confirmed, but it's a rumor out there that three more women claim to be pregnant by Zion Williamson. I don't know if this is a clout chase. I don't know if it's real, but if it is real, oh my God, Zion is going to be on the next path to Antonio Cromarty status. If you don't know Antonio Cromartie, look him up. Look at how many kids that nigga got. Zion, you could be on that path, motherfucker. Wear a condom, brother. I know, I know it feel better without the condom. I know, man. I know. <laughs> raw is raw. We get it. But if this is true, wear a condom. Um, Speaking of Zion, sticking on topic, Zion Williamson wants to go to the New York Knicks if the Pelicans decide to trade him. Pelicans was looking at this nigga like, I know you not making demands. You have not honored your contract, brother. You ain't, you ain't put in on this, man. You go where I tell you to go, nigga. And that is that. You feel me? I mean, if 
if Zion does go to New York, who they taking? Gotta be Randall, right? Still not a solid trade. I mean, Zion don't fit in with the Knicks. They got about 90 forwards. That shit ain't gonna work. More than likely, Zion Williamson, if he is to be traded, is going to Charlotte. Oh, boy, man. I really didn't want to talk about this, but this is a hot story, so I had to jump on this. Well, I don't know what the fuck this was. This was a little event. This is a little sporting event or whatever, and it was Lil Duval, Mark, Marco, so fun, Marco, Mark, Funny Marco, and Suki Hana. They was chilling. Then somehow, some way, singer or rapper, whatever the fuck this nigga wants to be today, YK Osiris, comes over to Sukihana, and her energy is way off. <laughs> what a way to read the room. <laughs> so she leans in, you know, he leans in and kisses this lady. When she didn't ask to be kissed, unwanted advances, basically. He made multiple unwanted advances, and he forced a kiss. He forced his tongue down Sukihana's throat, doing the Trey songs. <laughs> God damn it. Here's my thoughts. I, again, I hate to be that guy, but I might have to be that guy. Now, ladies first. Let me let me let me let me talk about Suki Hana first. Now, if you're unfamiliar with who she is, she is a rapper that. How can I put this nicely? Well, she has an OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? She's borderline a porn star, low key. She has this OnlyFans where she's like spitting on niggas, shitting on niggas. Farting on it, you know, you know, the usual, the usual shit. This from what I from what I heard. Not from what I see. Don't put me in that category, yo. But um, yeah, and her raps are ratchet. She's a ratchet rap artist. She, all she does, you know, she portrays a sexual image. And Here's the thing. I'm not trying to chastise her for doing what she does because she obviously has a niche. She's not as big as even an Ice Spice right now. You know, her most known song is about eating ass. Okay. You have to be careful about the image that you project to the general public. You have to be real careful because that's just like me coming out with an album talking about shooting niggas, killing motherfuckers, beating niggas asses. I go in public, a nigga threaten me to test me to see if I can fight. I can't fight, but I can't fight though. And I get my ass whooped. And then people stop fucking with my music because I wasn't what I portrayed. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, you know, you bragging about your sex skills 
but you can't fuck. Now, you gotta be real careful. You gotta be real careful, man. That's all I can really say. You gotta watch your back for these type of niggas. YK Osiris. Let's, let me get on this lame motherfucker, man. This nigga is ultra lame. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm not giving this, this little nigga a pass. YK Osiris is the biggest lame in music. He just is. He's the biggest lame. Because I don't know one YK Osiris record. I can't name one. And for me, I don't own one YK Osiris song, no album, no nothing. You the dude that all the rich rappers pick on. You get bullied by rich rappers. That's your claim to fame. And obviously with this situation that just happened, this has become your new claim to fame. Not a good claim to fame to be a predator, yo. Just because you saw NLE Chopper, Dragon, Sexy Red, and Sukihana buy they weave like dogs. You not NLE Chopper. Those two women consented to have that done to them. You can't just force your way into some shit. Because that's predatory. And YK Osiris, a.k.a. Evil A Boogie with the hoodie, gives predator vibes to me. He a wannabe and a never gonna be. He wants to be these rich rappers. And he wants to do what the other rappers do. But you can't do it. You can't do it, fam. You not like that. You don't have that type of pull. You just don't have it, bro. You ain't got it like that. You ain't pimping like that. And this situation proved that you were lame. Super lame for that. And honestly, Sukihana should press charges. I ain't gonna front. One thing I don't like is a predator nigga. Like, you know, R. Kelly went to jail for, for doing shit like this. But that man should have charges pressed on him. Because I do not advocate men do that to women. Or women do that to men either. But that's just my thoughts on that, man. That was a creepy, that was hella creepy to watch. In my opinion. Let's move on. After completing the first season of a five-year, $251 million contract, Bradley Beal's unique standing as the NBA's only current player to have a no-trade clause negotiated into his deal that gives him the ability to not only control not only possible destinations, but how a potential package to acquire Bradley Beal impacts his ability to play for a contender. This is interesting information. This is a man that knows how to conduct and handle business. 
So if Washington decides, hey, we want to trade you, it's like Bradley Beal could be like, this is where I want to go. Trade me there. And they have to trade him there. That's power. That's power. Shout out to Bradley Beal. The Clippers are hoping to re-sign Russell Westbrook at a hometown discount for only three and a half, well, actually, $3.8 million for one year. I mean, Westbrook <laughs> just ended a five-year, $200 million contract. I mean, if he wants to go back to the Clippers, I mean, he could go get more money. But Russ prefers to stay at home. He a hometown kid. He wants to continue to raise his kids in L.A. I mean, I would take it if I want to win with the Clippers. But, you know, you got the Clippers have a lot of concerns, a lot of health concerns going into next season. This is an interesting fact right here. I just saw this on the internet and I wanted to just give my thoughts on this. One of the Golden State Warriors and Miami Heat. Well, the Golden State Warriors and the Miami Heat have been in the finals for 12 out of the last 13 years and they never got there together. Wow. Because in 2011 to 2014, the Heat was there. 2015 to 2019, the Warriors were there. 2020, the Heat was in the finals. 2023, the Heat was in the finals. 2022, the Warriors was in the finals. Crazy how they've never matched up and met up. Maybe next year could be that opportunity depending on what each team does in the offseason. Speaking of the Warriors, the Warriors have a new general manager. And he goes by the name of Mike Dunleavy Jr. Wow. Now that's something. Mike Dunleavy has always been associated with the Warriors. He actually played for the Warriors in his career. His dad, I think his dad might have coached the Warriors, if I'm not mistaken. And Dunleavy Jr. has always been, had close ties to the organization. But now he's getting the opportunity to clean up this bullshit going on in Golden State. We get to see if this nigga got cojones. Because Bob Myers quit. He ran from the possible opportunity of telling Draymond and Clay, I'm going to let y'all go. I mean, Cameron hinted at this shit. And I happen to agree with Killer Cam. Let's move on to Boosie. Boosie, badass. Faces multiple gun charges. Denied bond. Free Boosie for the 80th time. Oh, let's read this XXLMag.com report. Boosie Badass is reportedly facing multiple gun charges in recent connection to his recent arrest by federal authorities. This man couldn't escape the courtroom from another case. He was arrested at the top of the steps. Boosie will have to sit behind bars for a while after a federal judge denied the rapper's bond following his arrest for multiple gun charges on Wednesday. Boosie's charges include felon 
in possession of a firearm and transporting firearms across interstate highways. His next court date is scheduled for June 20th. Lord. Man, that's free boosie. That's all I have to say on that one. <laughs> I got no thoughts on this. That's some bullshit. What they doing to him. But whatever. Michael Jordan, after 13 years, is no longer the majority owner of the Charlotte Hornets. He sold his joint. He sold his share. I mean, wow. That's crazy. Jordan, okay. Jordan will retain minority ownership of the team. Gabe Plotlin and Rick Snall are poised to become the majority owners subject to legal, league approval. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. Yikes. Guess Michael Jordan is just tired of losing. Danilo Gallinari finesses the Boston Celtics. I mean, last year, this man didn't play one game. His ACL got torn during uh, the uh, Olympics a, a year and a half ago. And he signed on with the Boston Celtics with the player option. Guess what? Danilo Gallinari exercised his $6 million uh, option to return to the Celtics. Finesse in! Ultimate finesse. All right. Now we're going to get it started and we about to get retarded. Let's get to the main topic at hand. We got new music Fridays. I did check out, happen to check out two projects. The first project that I checked out was by veteran rapper Killer Mike. If you're unfamiliar with who Killer Mike is, Killer Mike is more than just a rapper. He's an activist too. Businessman. You know what I'm talking about? And he originally came on the scene in the year 2003 as a member of the collective Dungeon Family, which boasts groups such as Outkast, Goody Mob, Slim Calhoun, The Witch Doctor, and one of my personal favorites, Freddie Calhoun. <laughs> That's Cool Breeze. That's the guy name. That's my dude. But he drops his new project called Michael. And, you know, I looked at the track list. I was like, oh, shit. This nigga got big gun. This nigga got the big pistol for this album. This nigga got heat. 
And let's get into Michael, man. I wasn't excited about this. I haven't listened to a complete Killer Mike album since Monster. That was 2003. Now he got his weight up. He was a member of the group Run the Jewels with LP, which is a dope-ass underground rap group. Let's start off with Down By Law featuring CeeLo. Oh, my God, man. CeeLo vocals are fucking amazing. They're excellent. Killer Mike kills. <laughs> no pun intended, but pun intended at the same time. Down By Law is a great way to start the album out. It's energetic. The rhymes are pulsating. Great song. Shed Tears featuring Mozzie. Man, listen, man. There are moments on this album where I teared up. I'm not going to lie. We'll get to that, though. But I didn't tear up on Shed Tears. No disrespect to the track. But this is a pretty good song. Run with Young Thug. I like Run. Don't get me wrong. I think uh, Run is awesome. But Young Thug's verse just didn't match what was going on. Like, I like... I, I think this was more suited for... A Toby Ningwe, Royce the Five Nine, you know what I mean? Somebody with that type of uh, vernacular. I don't think Young Thug fit on this song. I think I think he should have did a different song with Thugger. But however, they probably recorded this song before he got into trouble. In Rich featuring Six Black and Aaron. Alan Kane. Aaron Allen Kane low-key has been the star, was the star of this project. Wow, I didn't know Run was produced by No ID. That's crazy. I'm learning about the producers of the albums as we speak. Cool and Dre did Enrich. Oh, now that's fire. Talking that shit, DJ Paul. Oh my God, man! That beat is that beat is crazy. I'm gonna be honest. This could be a single. Talking that shit could be a single. I mean, run, run is run, runs definitely a single for sure because of Young Thug, no doubt. Slummer could be a third single featuring Jagged Edge. Man, this was incredible. I see Cool and Drake getting back to their bag on here. Killer Mike then teamed up with some dogs. Scientists and engineers featuring Future, Andre 3000, and Aaron Allen Kane. Woo! No ID. DJ Paul produced this shit together. And Andre and... Wow. It's a lot of producers, but... Man. Scientists and engineers is fucking incredible. This is one of the best songs of 2023. I'm not gonna hold y'all. Not because it's just Andre 3000, but it's just the fusion of... These four on one song. It was amazing. Two days featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign does make two appearances on here. And he makes the most of it. Love two days. Spaceship Views featuring Currency, 2 Chains, and Cash Page. Fire. More fire, more fire upon them. Exit 9 featuring Blast. That's funny as hell. We have an Exit 9. And we call it Joy Road. <laughs> But um, Exit Nine featuring Blast. Although this is probably the weakest song on here, this is still a dope record, though. It's not something I'd skip. 
It's something that if it comes on, I'd probably play it. Something for the Junkies featuring Fabo. Wow. Fabo thought Fabo thought he was a pastor on this record, boy, singing and shit. Fabo from Default 4L fame, the Laffy Taffy fame. Tat it out! Tat it out! <laughs> Yeah, he gets his tatted up on on something for junkies. I love the subject matter. I love the substance of this record. Killer Mike just made a whole song for addicts and recovering addicts. Motherless featuring Aaron Allen Kane. Oh, man, I teared up listening to this song. It, it's just the bridge. It's the bridge that caught me. That nigga said, my mama did. My, da- my, my, my grandma did. That shit just, I don't know, man. That caught me off guard a little bit. I'm like, hold on, dog. You ain't, you, Killer Mike, you ain't about to have me fucking shedding tears this early in the goddamn morning. <laughs> but this was an incredible song. This is probably, arguably, the best song on the album. Don't Let the Devil featuring LP. Yeah, man, run the jewels, run the jewels. That's all I got to say. High and Holy, the closeout track with Ty Dolla Sign. Incredible. All in all, Killer Mike Michael, this is easily his best project. It's not even a close, it's not even a close thing. Monster was good, but ain't fucking with this. Dare I say this is a C word? This might be a classic over time. Not right now. I'm not trying to be a prisoner of the moment, but Killer Mike delivers a complete album. There's something for everybody on here. It might not be anything for somebody that's like under the age of 25, but 25 and up, definitely an album for you. Because Mike uh, Killer Mike has some bangers. He's got some substance. He's got some life lessons. He's got won't talk. He's got every, a little bit of everything. Very Kendrick-esque. But not all the way Kendrick-esque. You know, Kendrick sometimes take that woke shit a little bit too far. Now, moving on. Yo, this was something that I did not expect yesterday when I was listening to these albums. Wiz Khalifa dropped his new mixtape called See Ya. And that was more like a big shocker because I looked at the track list. I was like, 25 tracks? The fuck going on, Wiz? I ain't trying to listen to all this shit. But however, I got proven wrong. Boy, was I wrong about this. Intro See Ya. It's just a little five second intro. That doesn't matter. Now, the star of this project isn't necessarily Wiz, but that is not a bad thing. The star of this mixtape is a producer by the name of Quad Woofer, who produces the majority of this project. His beats pretty much make this project worth a listen. And Wiz Khalifa didn't like... He was he didn't come he didn't come I mean he didn't um he wasn't whack. He was spitting on some of these records. 
Now let's get into the album, man. Let's go. Let's go forward. PPV featuring Little Vada, Little Vada, Little Vada, whatever the fuck. Never heard of this guy, but the beat is bananas. Wiz kills it. Little Vada does enough not to mess it up. Why not? Not why? Banger, super banger. No competition, banger. Like low key. I'll get to that later. Try it. This was okay. The homie, that is a slapper. That shit is a slapper. Referral, this was another good record. Came with the best. Man. Man. This shit is a single. This shit is fire, bro. Close frame. Dope. I know I am Sue did beats. Caught me off guard with that one. I'm surprised to hear that one. It's mine. Dope. Life size. Dope. Lex Luger did that one. Okay, so Quad Woofer didn't do the whole thing, but he did, like I said, the majority. Pause. Pause me on this one. Swole Life. This is probably my favorite record on here. Pause that. But the beat is a banger. What Wiz, Wiz was talking that shit on here. He really got his shit off on here. Text me when you make it. Uh, you know, little love song. See me and when you see me. Another love song. Lovey dovey record. Then it's back to that bullshit. Making enemies featuring Chevy Woods. Chevy Woods verse was crazy. And I'm not, I, I, I never was really a fan of Chevy Woods like that. But his verse on here was dope. Pounds and Shrooms featuring Young Deji. I mean, Young Deji, I ain't gonna lie. He, his, sec, his, his verse kind of fucked up the song a little bit. But the beat is crazy. It make you forget that Young Deji messed this song up. On my lap. Woo. Banger. Like there's this this I think this is the point. I think after um you know, I think after see me, sex when you see me this tape gets way better. And the beats of the production get way better. In the game. Banger. No Cupid. Banger. Rich kids. Banger. Get nervous. Banger. Too many shots. Fire. Who's who? Fire. No invitation. Fire. Back up the closeout. Fire. All in all, Wiz Khalifa see ya. Shows that mixtape Wiz is still low-key undefeated. Wiz Khalifa can make some mixtapes. He can't make an album to save his life. But the mixtapes is something that he just got a talent for. And him linking up with a young, hungry producer like Quad Woofer. Like, I hope that that kid gets some placements, man, on some big songs. That's how he gets his weight up and becomes within the producer of the year category this year.
But the production on Sia is crazy from top to bottom. You can play low key, maybe about 80% of this at a party. This is a song that you listen to when you riding out, you headed to the club or something, or you at the club, in the club, outside the club, parking lot, pimping, at the house party, on the beach in Cancun, with some big titty holes. See ya. This is a dope ass mixtape. It's not mixtape of the year. You know, it's not no substance. So it's not really a, a mixtape of the year contender. But Wiz got some heat on here, man. Definitely gonna be like. Definitely a project you should check out. Now that's my show. I wanna appreciate y'all for coming through and fucking with me. Thank you very much to all the listeners, all the fans, and most of all, all you hating ass niggas. Good day, my friends. I'm out.